Hello everyone and welcome to a very late version of uh, the ESCC, our uh, 70s version. I am the ES, the E style. You can just call me E. And we have this weekend 74 for you with a brand new number one tune. Uh, this, I believe, is this lady's last number one until like 98 or 99. And, um, well, I don't have a whole lot of intel on this one. There wasn't much to figure out, but I'm sure we will, um, get it all together. We got a couple of passings to talk about, a couple of birthdays to discuss. Uh, one of our people actually is in the top 10 this week in 74. And you know what I've been trying to do? I think maybe only once since I've been doing this, has someone ever had a birthday the week they went to number one? Maybe once, no more than twice has this happened, I'm sure. And uh, this is the closest we've been in a while <laughs> to having that happen. But that's pretty cool. Um, but we'll get to all that. And we'll get to the lady at number one. The guy she knocks off. This song gets a lot of flack. But I like it. I always have. And I always will. Um, but we'll talk about all that. Um, as I said, a couple of goodbyes, a couple of birthdays to discuss um oh man you know i forgot all about rock hall again uh the, the hall of fame and where the uh, tallies are at the moment but we can do that tomorrow maybe i'll just make that uh, every sunday thing and um find out for you that way um i have no doubt george is still in the top running but we will find out um, I don't even have any journey news uh, this week. It's kind of a quiet week in music so far, um, other than the couple of goodbyes. And many of you may not know who these two people are unless you're like deep, 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 deep in the music like I am. But um, let's see. I'm trying to think if anything's come up here in the last week or so musically to discuss you know, there's so much awful news out there in the secular world that that's usually why I like to keep things focused on music or at best on entertainment as a whole, because the rest of the world has its own issues going on. That's why I like to keep things. I hate making things political. Um, because just like with religion, we're all divided on it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's just, you know, things are just more your choice. And you have the right to make that choice. And you have the right to not make that choice if you don't want to. Just like with religion, just like with politics, uh, just like with music, really. Um, everybody has their favorites in all of those things and, and more. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. All right, well, with that said, uh, let's get our goodbyes in. Uh, Gerard Samuels is uh, one of them. Uh, you may know him best as a one-hit wonder. Back in 66, uh, he had a good one. This song, I've always loved this song, and, it's still, and still do. And um, he went 
by um, the name of Napoleon the Fourteenth. I believe. <laughs> I forgot my Roman numerals for a second there. Um, he wrote and produced one that goes like this. And they're coming to take me away. Ha ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho ho. He he. Ha ha. To the funny farm. And you know the rest. Uh, yeah, that guy. Uh, we lost him earlier in the month, but it hadn't been posted or anything until uh, earlier this week by um, his son. Uh, did not know that. Uh, yeah, that's his only hit. I believe it hit number three back in uh, 66. Not bad for your uh, only hit. Um, and I guess Samuels had tried um, to, uh, to keep this kind of thing going with other songs in this fashion, but this was the biggest and the best that he ever did. So there's a lasting legacy there with that. And speaking of lasting legacies, our only other one is a lady by the name of Bobby Erkeline. You've seen Bobby. If you know your Woodstock trivia, she and her then boyfriend who later became her husband and were married 50-some-odd years until her passing, are on the cover of the Woodstock soundtrack. Um, if I remember right, I'm picturing it as I'm talking to you. And um, they were draped in a blanket or two. Um, I don't know why. I imagine August in New York is all, as hot as all get out. Um, maybe that was for the rain and stuff. Um, I think it rained during Joe Cocker's set. Or afterwards, at least. And, um, you know, they had to shield themselves from the storm. And I'm guessing... I'm just he hesitating, I guess, because I, I am not sure. But that's them, her and her husband. I didn't catch his name. Mr. Urkeline, I'm assuming, of course. But they were just boyfriend and girlfriend then. Got too long... Got married not too long after that, I think a couple of years, and right up until her passing this week, stayed together. Very, um, very formidable in and of itself, let alone being on the cover of uh, Woodstock. And you've seen it, I'm sure. Some of you may have even had the album. Uh, of course, I was an infant when Woodstock came around, so um, I had to find out about it later. Still one of the greatest uh, rock movies, music movies, I guess, you could say, that I've ever seen. Uh, between that, Purple Rain, and The Last Waltz by the band, doesn't get a whole lot better than that, as far as music movies go. Um, some of you may think of um, This Is It by Mike, and I'm sure it is. You know, Mike was a tremendous performer, and it doesn't stop with his death, because... You know, I always say as long as you can stream things and this and that, then you can always see Mike. Um, you, if you, you know, hear, can still hear his music through uh, streaming or whatever, or even if you still get the CDs or in some cases with some of us old schoolers, the records, the tapes, the cassettes, then, uh, you know, Mike's music will always live on as well all of them, but um, yeah, thinking about a little Woodstock, um, yeah, it had to be hot that day, 
you know, in the mud and the rain and, and all that mixed together. Not a good combination, but uh, thank you, Miss Bobby, for the iconic cover and your husband, too. Can only imagine what he's going through. 50 some odd years with the same person. That's not bad. I'm in my 50s, so <laughs> I'll never know what that's like. Uh, but that's that's okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. We always like to flip the script here. From death to birth, if you will. Happy style birthday. Uh, one of the guys, as I said, is in the top 10 this week in 74. So um, we'll hold on for him. Um, Anita Bryant is a name some of you may know. We're, we're talking way, way, way back here. I'm imagining uh, for this lady, but I know Miss Anita best for um, she did orange juice commercials in the 70s. <laughs> the fact that I remember this is scary, but I'm glad she's still alive because all I can see is her and the um, uh, the OJ commercials. I can't even remember the brand of OJ. Was it Minute Maid? I don't think Minute Maid was around back then. <laughs> we're talking we're talking the early 70s here. Glad she's still alive because that warms my heart. Um didn't she um was she anti she was anti something back then, not too long after the commercials. I wanna say anti um same sex marriages or maybe anti um, same sex as a whole and whichever and that's okay because yeah she if I remember she got a lot of flack about that maybe I should have done my homework on that before I <laughs> came to you guys with it and, it, and, and and don't don't get me wrong she has the right to feel the way she does about it you have the right to feel the way you do about it and that's all good and well but um, yeah I remember her getting a lot of uh a flack for all that, especially like on Good Morning America or something like that. This was way before Charles Gibson, way before Joan. Yes, it was way before Joan London because there was a lady on there that used to host it with uh, David Hartman and Sandy somebody. Um, just before Joan London. Oh, what was her name? I can see her face. As I'm talking to you. Anyway, anyway, um, I'm all over the place here. But I guess before all of that, Anita Bryant was a great singer back in her day, apparently. Um, again, I just know her for those OJ commercials. <laughs> if you know the um, brand of OJ, I, I'm going to have to look her up now. Now it's killing me now that I'm thinking about all this. Um, uh, God love her. I'm glad she's... Because that's like another part of my childhood that won't go away is her and those commercials I've never heard her sing a note but doing my research it said singer Anita Bryant not even actress Anita Bryant just singer but she had to she was acting in the commercials so uh, you had to say she was an actress also well you don't have to but uh, who knows <laughs> and also um, happy birthday to Steve Norman the saxophonist in uh, Spandau Ballet um, you know Spandau uh, true this much is true this much is true and all of those great records only when you leave uh, a couple other big ones um, Spandau Ballet I believe is 
still together. I think they have another lead singer. But the rest of the band, including Norman, is uh, still with him. Um, there's two brothers in the group. Uh, their name escapes me. One of them, I think, was the main songwriter in the band. Uh, all those guys are still in. I think they have a new frontman. Um, the guy that was singing all those great songs, uh, uh, still alive, but um, I'm not sure if he left or was kicked out or what. But, but yeah, the bulk of Spandau Ballet is still together from England. I can still see those videos all over the place on MTV, especially uh, True. That was their big hit here and in their native England. And, and a great song. A lot of their stuff was good. Uh, glad they're still around to do their thing as well. All right. So let's do our thing with the top 10 here this weekend, 74. Uh, speaking of soundtracks, we were talking about the Woodstock soundtrack. How about the number one album being another Streisand soundtrack? Is it just me, or if we had Streisand uh, on here a lot with number one albums? We had, um, what was that other movie of hers? Well, she's done other movies. Um, we had the Star is Born soundtrack. We just did that, what, last week? Week before? Let me look. Let me look. Um, 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 yeah, we had Babs last week with Star is Born and all this and that. Before that. We had um, her Greatest Hits Volume 2 of hers. That was the number one album. Uh, can't find it right now, but it's there somewhere. And now she's at number one on the album charts again uh, with the Way We Were soundtrack. A lot of babs going around here lately, and that's okay. Uh, of course, well, I only know of the title track. I don't know of any other songs from that movie or that soundtrack for that matter, but um, the title track was coming down the charts because it was already number one, a former number one, but the album hangs on. I don't even think I knew that uh, this was a number one album. Uh, Babs continues to shock me. Um, matter of fact, I think, isn't it like Babs and Janet? are tied for most number one albums by a female. And I think they share the most of any females of all time ever. And that's not bad. Uh, let's see. Uh, if I got the pecking order right, I think it's the Beatles, Jay-Z, Springsteen. Drake is now up there. And then Babs and Janet. I want to say... I can look it up and, and find out if anyone is curious. I'm curious if nobody else is. But anyway, Babs, once again, with a number one album. Now, as for our top ten, it's all, actually, it's all ladies at the top this time because um, it's another female with the number one tune, but we'll head that way. Ten, these guys don't get enough credit as far as I'm concerned. Cool in the Gang and Jungle Boogie, a former number four, dropping down to ten this week. Nine, hey, who knows the Espanol? Eres tú, eres tú, by Mosa dot Mocha Dade, Mocha Coffee. I don't know, Mosa Dades. You get the idea. Um, eres tú, if I remember right, is Spanish for are you? 
I think they're asking, they're asking something, <laughs> apparently. Uh, what they're asking, I don't know. I, I have to decipher it sentence by sentence, and who's got time for all, <laughs> all of that? Number eight, another great one by Macca and his other band, and Jet. Ringo debuted in the top 40. In fact, he had the highest debut with Oh My My, a future top 10. And now his one-time bandmate, Macca, with Jet at number eight. Seven and six, both on their way to number ones. I believe um, Blue Swede and their cover of Hooked on a Feeling is about to hit the top. Number six, I know, is a future number one. And it's our other birthday boy, Elton and Benny and the Jets. Elton is 76 today. Woo-wee, 76. Our heroes are getting up there, aren't they? The ones that remain. (laughs) We have so many leaving us. Elton, not necessarily a hero per se. Great singer, songwriter. Uh, People like McCartney and Stevie Wonder, Bob Dylan, guys like that are more my heroes. Not saying Elton's not great, because he is, but that's just me. Uh, Yeah, six is Benny and the Jets. Five, a duo. It's Carly and it's James, married at the time, I believe, and doing a a cover of Mockingbird. Mock, eh, ing, eh, bird. And what a horrible beginning. However, the original sounds like that. But it picks up later in the song. It's That's kind of cool. Uh, number four. Well, we just had Jungle Boogie. How about Boogie Down by One Time Temptation? Eddie Kendricks. Peaked at number two, down to number four this week. Number three, Mr. Dusseldorf talking about sunshine on my shoulders. I know you're out there. Why don't I just call him Denver? don't know. <laughs> Dusseldorf is kind of having a nice ring to it the more I mention it. Why? I don't know. I- I'm weird. Some of you already know that. Two, last week's number one. Why do people have such a problem with this? Just like with American Pie. People hate Seasons in the Sun, but hey, it's a number one. Of for- well, a former number one now. Um, biggest hit Solo by Terry Jacks. Um, when I, whenever I hear this or, or hear it played, all I can think of is um, I don't think I've ever mentioned this because it's nuts. That's why. Um, Roseanne. <laughs> uh, later on in the series, um, Roseanne and her sister. I can't picture her name right now either. Um, we're at the um, filming of Roseanne's then-husband's show, uh, Tom Arnold. Or he was pretending he had a show or something like that. And the sister, Jackie, I think is her name, uh, went in the audience singing Seasons in the Sun. Why? Because she was nuts, too. <laughs> but as a matter of fact, when I'm done here, I'm going to find that on YouTube. I bet you it's there. Uh, <laughs> But Terry Jacks from Canada and Seasons in the Sun, former number one down to number two, replaced by Dark Lady herself, Cher. Well, she's not a dark lady. I am. Well, not not 
a lady, but you get the idea. Uh, Cher and her third number one. She had Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. She had Half Breed. And then now this one. Wouldn't I have another one until Believe? Uh, when that come out? 98, 99? Something like that. Not a bad one. I need a drink. In fact, I'm, why the others, her other number ones get mentioned more than this one. I don't know why. Uh, this one seems more forgotten compared to the others. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, I can see because I think it's her first solo number one. Half-Breed and Dark Lady, I think, more celebrate her... Um, Almost her African-American heritage. No, 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 no. She has that now with her uh, new friend, apparently. But, I mean, her Native American heritage. That's what I meant. And then Believe, of course, the big comeback. Oh, excuse me. The big comeback and um, things like that. And I think she still sets the record for oldest female to hit number one with that one. So, hey, good on her for that. The song was written by the keyboardist at the time for The Ventures. Um, you know The Ventures, right? Uh, the big one by them I can think of is the... What is that? No, that's not. That's not The um, Ventures, is it? I think that's... Wipeout. Yeah, that's Wipeout. That's not them. Uh, Hawaii Five-0, the theme to the original Hawaii Five-0. That's the Ventures, I believe. Um, I get the Vogues and the Ventures mixed up. <laughs> Why? Just because they're two different. Uh, they're both in a V. Uh, good thing I don't mix them with in Vogue, right? They came out later, plus a whole different genre. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's the Ventures. Um the guy in um, the ventures said that um oh how did he put it how did he put it he had everything in mind with the song brought it to shares record company and i guess it wasn't he wasn't intending it for share per se at the time and he was like hey do you know anyone that can do this well we've got share and he's like oh perfect so he gave it to her the rest is history uh, that's the only real intel on that one that I have, and I guess that's enough for Cher and her third of her four number ones. Now, um, uh, as we mentioned uh, just recently, um, Cher back in the news um, with a, a new friend and a much younger friend, and hey, <laughs> you got envy the guy. <laughs> A 40-year difference, I believe, between the two of them. I can't do that because I go to jail. We did talk about this. Yeah, because I, mean, I mentioned I would go to jail with a 40-year difference if they were younger. Um, if they were older, I might as well be in jail because that would be like 94. Yeah. Oh, man. I just grossed myself out. Well, no. Hey, 94-year-olds need love too so i'm gonna shut up now eric and say that's a wrap for this weekend 74 uh we'll be back with you tomorrow for the 80s countdown like we always do 
And we thank you all for listening. If anyone can think of that, I need a Bryant commercial. Something with OJ. But I get the, the, it, no, I'm going to go look it up now on YouTube because I bet you it's there. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Put your hair up and square up, says Notorious Biggie Style.